Metu Netur, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tehuti in the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 9, The Spiritual Cultivation of Man. At the very beginning, I must call the reader's attention to the fact that I am using the concept of spiritual cultivation as an alternative to the concepts of religion and religious systems. This is made necessary by the common misconceptions that surround the two latter terms. Of these, one of the most important misconceptions is the belief that all groups of people have a religious consciousness, and the other is the belief that under the surface of the differences between religious systems that they are essentially the same, or at least aspire to the same goal or ultimately worship the same God. The falsehood of these beliefs will be proven as the material of this chapter and subsequent ones unfold. The key is provided when we consider the fact that we can evaluate all religions, or people's claims of having it, by their degree of spiritual growth. What is the spiritual culture? Its chief methods and goals are defined by the essential nature of man, which we saw is the likeness of God. When man is born, his consciousness is confined to the three lower divisions of his spirit, the physical, animal, and concrete intellectual divisions of the spirit. As these irrational and divisive faculties are the only guides to his consciousness and will, his behavior is subject to error. This is the cause of all that is wrong in the world. Spiritual culture, then, is a system that methodically leads man's consciousness to, a, to the higher parts of his being, wherein dwell those faculties that contain the essential, the essence of God's attributes. In short, its goal is to rise his consciousness and spiritual power. The acquirement of wisdom, the intuitive knowledge that frees man from errors, and the spiritual power to achieve his will, making criminal acts unnecessary, is the result of achieving the goal of spiritual cultivation. We can already begin to see that not all religions share this understanding and this goal. For some, man is essentially a sinner, i.e. confined to his animal spirit and concrete intellectual, concrete intellect, and you can therefore only be saved by the intervention of a savior outside himself or can only be kept from doing wrong by threats of a doomsday or eternal damnation that awaits the sinner. In the traditions of Kemet, Kana, and Black India, man's salvation can only be achieved by the elevation of his consciousness to the higher part of his being and the increase of his spiritual power so that he may be free from the limitations of the physical world Ignorance and importance are the father. Ignorance and impotence are the father and mother, respectively, of all evils in the world. 
the exact manner in which the spiritual cultivation of man is to be undertaken, the schedule and the method is shown once more by the tree of life and the Medohiran myth of Ausar, which incidentally is the oldest recorded initiation doctrine known to mankind. I have adapted the Greek term metaphorin to metaphorin to coin a new term to be used in place of the term myth. The distinction cannot be encapsulated by a mere definition. As you read through the following chapters, you will realize that these stories don't fit neatly into the category of allegories. Neither do they bear such similarity to the myths of Rome, Greece, and the Middle East, etc. when they are related to the tree of life and to its related initiation and meditation system they will be seen to be poetically rendered spiritual scientific principles. According to the story in the most ancient of times of Kemetic king named Ausar discovered the method of raising his consciousness to the highest divisions of his spirit and increasing his spiritual power to the highest potential. Spheres 0, 1, 2, and 3. As a result, he was able to bring civilization, a spiritually controlled way of life, to people with its accompanying social harmony, peace, and prosperity. The reader must recall what was said in previous chapters regarding the Ba, or Alsar man. Order in the land was maintained by a system that effectively developed the moral faculties in people by allowing such men and women who had developed their moral faculties to hold positions of government. It wasn't long before his youngest brother set a symbol of the dedication of our intellectual faculties to the service of the sensuous and emotional nature, became jealous of all the adulation and homage paid to Ausar. Driven by his lust for power and rebelliousness of the animal spirit against the order and laws imposed by Ausar, set with the assistance of confederacy of no-do-gooders, killed Ausar. They then hacked his body into 14 pieces and scattered them all over the land. It is said that a shrine to a deity emerged at each place where a part of his body fell. Those with understanding with grasp what is implied regarding polytheism with Ausar out of the way set usurped the kingship and proceeded to terrorize the world. He created first he created the first empire, rule of a foreign power over others, and replaced the system of maintaining social order through moral cultivation with a policing system, as symbolized by the fragmenting of the body of Ausar into pieces, he separated religion from state, education, separated God from nature, from man, separated spirit from physical matter, the divine from the mundane. In short, he instituted an insidious system of dividing and segregating all things and people from each other and the whole. In short, he alienated man from God, the world, and himself. 
Set's rule, of course, is that of all Shahu men on the social level and the rule of the faculties of the animal spirit and Shahu parts of the spirit in all men, everyone, deities included, feared him. He was invincible in war and violence, which were his chief means of settling differences, as well as the objects of his worship. No one opposed him. Many even basked in the material pleasures with which he bought them of all except Alsar's two youngest sister, Auset and Nebethet, ninth and seventh spheres, respectively. They searched for and found the dismembered parts of Alsar's body, reunited them, wrapped the body in white linen as a mummy, and buried his body in the bottom of the river. They set for his protection the great serpent, Kometev, or Kundalini. Some say that with the words of power given to her by Tehuti, others say that with Alsar's choicest part, choosiest part, she immaculately conceived a son, Eru, to Alsar, who was a legitimate heir to the throne and could challenge Set, who had, excuse me, who had uspurred uspurred it and as in the Christian myth which was copied from the Ausurian metaphorian thousands of years later set hearing about the birth of a king who would challenge his reign and save the king sent his agents out to find and kill the child but Ausa was able to elude them and raise Eru to manhood Grown into full manhood, he engaged in he engaged Set in a series of battles that lasted for hundreds of years. Victory slipped in and out of the hands of each combatant, but this stalemate was a victory to Set. For as long as morally and spiritually did not rule the world, he was achieving his goal. Eventually, Heru learned of the existence of a deity that Set could not bother. He remained aloof of the, of the events going on in the world. This deity, Tehuti, it was written, was the only one that could guide Heru to a sure victory over Set. Heru thought or sought his guidance and was thus able to defeat Set. It was not accomplished militarily laws that he devised to enslave others maintaining law and order he called it as one of Set's strong points was communication his penalty was to serve as the wind that propels the boat of Alsar i.e. to disseminate the wisdom of Alsar throughout the world. The kingdom of Netter, God, was now reestablished with Heru as the king, he, but guided by Alsar, whom he reawakened or resituated from time to time. This can only be understood by taking note of the fact that it is that it describes the foundation of the African system of divine kingship. At prescribed times, rituals are performed by the African kings, 
and their loyal priesthoods to communicate with the spirits of the deceased kings in order to receive their advice. This type of ritual is incorrectly called by the Western scholars ancestor worship. It must be called ancestor communication rituals. The meaning of the Alsarian metaphor has different levels of application. The Alsarian metaphorian in the spiritual evolution of the individual. One, Alsar established order, harmony, and prosperity. It is the Alsar spear, one within us that unites and harmonizes all of the separate functions in our body, enabling them to work as one. It is this metaphysical nucleus God manifested within us that coordinates the development of the human being from the very moment following conception. At the center of all acts of creation, whether they are of a galaxy or of an atom, is the supreme being who, what else? As all questions regarding abortion must consider this fact and can only be resolved by a matter of cosmological law. Two, Alsar is killed by Set who usurps the kingdom. Although our divine self is present at all times of our life, it cannot make its presence felt because we are born with our consciousness focused in the lower parts of our being, spheres 7 through 10. The domination of our lives by our emotions, spheres 10, kabit, the animal part of the spirit, and the sebek faculty, eighth sphere, which is symbolized by sets of serpation of the kingdom of Alsar. We dedicate our lives to the gratification of our emotions and desires. What we do, want, how we do it, etc. is dictated by our likes and dislikes. And since our passions and sensual desires are not guides to what is correct or beneficial, we create a great deal of trouble for ourselves and others. Three, Alsar's body is cut into 14 pieces and spread over the land, giving rise to shrines. This corresponds to the loss of the sense of unity that accompanies the suppression of our Alsar faculty by the lower parts of the spirit. In past chapters, we saw how the domination of our consciousness by the eighth sphere results in our segregation of the whole into unrelated pieces. Doctors separate healing from nutrition. Scientists separate God from nature. Psychologists separate the spirit from the body, and so on. Later in this chapter, we'll take a look at the integral system for the spiritual cultivation of man, which has been separated by many cultures. The setback faculty also creates concepts that lack objectivity, reality. X is the medicine. Y is the poison. There is a devil fighting for the soul of the people, etc. Number four, Alsed and Nebhet collect the pieces of his body and bury it at the bottom of the river and protect it with the serpent. This section deals with the beginning of the process of reintegrating man's consciousness through the functions of metomistic trance. The creative visualizations, one pointedly directed at reestablishing Alsar as the dominant faculty in our lives. That Alsar is buried at the bottom of the river symbolizes that he is accessible only through trance. His being guarded 
by the great serpent Kamethif Kundalini means that the type of trance that will awaken him has to be of the aesthetic modality. Five, through the use of words of power, Auset immaculately conceives and gives birth to Heru, which is or who is heir to the absurd throne of Ausar. Eru, we learn, is the will of man. It is awakened by taking into ecstatic trance our devotion to reestablishing our divine self through the aid of the appropriate words of power. It is an immaculate conception because it is a manifestation of our spirit that does not result in ourselves creating or reinforcing conditions within our spirit. Normally, every goal in our life depends on how our creation or reinforcement of a habit. This is, this is important from the standpoint that our ultimate goal is to liberate our spirit from the compulsion of all conditioning superimposed upon it. Number six, Set sends his agents to look for and kill the boy killing. This symbolizes the antagonistic reaction of our animal spirit and lower intellect towards our effort to alter our behavior pattern to reflect the values of our higher divine nature. Most people are comfortable with spiritual culture, as long as it does not entail giving up their likes and dislikes, following a teacher, living in harmony with cycles, interacting with things in a purposeful manner, etc. The static cannot... This stage cannot be understood unless we adhere to the definitions previously given regarding the true purpose of man's will. Freedom of choice and existence of the will is not the freedom to chart the course of our destiny, but our ability to embrace truth or the lower part of our being, to undertake actions that are in our out of harmony with this whole. So at this stage, when the will of man begins to make its presence felt, either as a result of spiritual instruction or the trance work of the previous stage, he often rebels against the higher values. There is a doctomy between what he believes or understands and what he feels. 7. Grown into full manhood, Eru engages, Eru engages and set into a battle but cannot achieve any more than a stalemate, which ultimately is failure. This corresponds to the use of the will to fight the lower part of the being, its inability to feed it. It wins some battles and loses others. It causes by the fact that the will is being guided by the very faculties it is trying to bring under control. For example, you resist an emotion or desire because you are afraid of getting caught. There is a failure to understand that as long as you are motivated by an emotion of getting caught, of being embarrassed, of dying, of going to jail, you cannot successfully oppose undesirable emotions and desires because in each case you are being controlled by the emotional part of the spirit. Eru is able to defeat Set with Tehuti's assistance. At this stage, the will is guided by the wisdom of Tehuti through meditation counsel from sages and oracles, which we learned is the will of God. Set's penalty as one as the core of Set's being is the eighth sphere, Sebek, which is our faculty of communication. 
Set's penalty is to disseminate the wisdom of Alsar throughout the world. 10. The reestablished kingdom of God. Here the individual realizes his divinity and becomes a sage. His words and teachings serve to guide others to the life of peace, love, and prosperity. The Mesotherian of Alsar in the spiritual evolution of society. 1. Alsar established order, harmony, and prosperity. This is the symbol symbolical this is symbolical of the fact that the nations that established civilizations were governed by religions and a higher moral code than exist in contemporary so-called modern societies. It is interesting to note that the imperialism, the subjection of a foreign nation by another, did not occur until the coming of the Semites to Mesopotamia. It started with Sargon I of Akkad. Until then, the great powers of Kemet, Summer, Cush, Harpera, Mohijo, Daro, and Elam lived in relative peace with one another. Skirmishes and squarrels over routes, etc. existed for sure, but never did they set out to plunder, destroy, or subjugate each other. Neither did they grow up to the north to enslave themselves or exploit the militarily weak Caucasian. Two, Alsar is killed by Set, who usurps the kingdom. This corresponds to the spirit period since the coming of the Eurasian to Western Asia, India, Africa, and Mediterranean, and later to the rest of the Southern and Western hemispheres. The conquerors reinterpret the religious teachings and cultural elements of the ancient civilizations in light of their level of understanding, basis, interests, etc. Motivation of the human behavior is no longer through moral cultivation, but through fear and violence. Spiritual values are replaced by crass materialism, etc. We know the story well. Three. Alsar's body is cut into 14 pieces and is spread over the land, giving rise to shrines. This speaks of the disposition of the people from their land by the conquerors and their dispersion throughout the world. In a more significant manner, it refers to the breaking up of the inter integral spiritual initiation system into its components and their being spread over the world as separate religious systems. We will see later that the great initiation systems of Kemet and Kana were composed of 10 major stages and 23 minor, the so-called 33 degrees of masonry. Once these nations came under attack, signaling the beginning and end as their prophets had foretold, they began to send priests with their shrines into different parts of the world in order to preserve the teachings. Four, Alset and Bethet collect the pieces of his body and bury it at the bottom of the river and protect it with the serpent, Kundalini. This corresponds to the masses, adherence to their religious faith, however unsophisticated in their undying hope for the world of peace, happiness, and plenty. Five, Alset immaculately conceives the birth to Eru, who is heir, to the unserved throne of Alsar. The preceding stage eventually leads to the birth of revolutionaries. Six, Set sends his agents to look for and kill the boy king. 
This symbolizes the typical reaction of conquerors and oppressors to those who revolt against their immoral rule. 7. Grown into full manhood, Eru engages set into battle, but cannot achieve any more than a stalemate, which ultimately is failure. This is the stage of revolutionaries in the world, but it does not lead to success, as one dies by the sword if one lives by it. Might, however, justified or unavoidable does not make right. We are presently at this stage. We are presently at this stage in our social development. Eight, Eru is able to defeat Set with Tehuti's assistance. At this stage, moral and legal values are wedded to serve as a basis for educating the international and social conflicts in the world. The blatancy of the hypocrisy of the conquerors will be a major factor in the resolution of these conflicts as they will be shown in constant violation of, very, of the very laws that they purpose for others. For this to take place, there must be a philosophical and moral reconstructuring of the United Nations. The oracles will play a major background role in the restructuring of the philosophical principles that will dominate in scholarly, religious, and governmental cycles. 9. Sets penalty. The entire network of communications media will be used to establish and maintain a world order based on the principles embodied in the tree of life. Wow. 10. The reestablishment kingdom of God. This is a way of life where all things are in unity with each other. Peace, harmony, and prosperity will prevail. But since we could prophesy into our future, it's because we are rescinding or we are rereading the past. So the summit of our sorrow will not last forever. Nothing on earth does. All is transist transist transitory and ephemeral here. Ephemeral here. Before long, set will be back. Do not be oppressed. Keep your spirit like the sun at midday forever. In Ang Han M. Hetep. Here ends the reading on page 132. That is the complete chapter 9, the spiritual cultivation of man.